0: Hello, this is the Red Box Podcast. I'm Matt Jolly. Coming up on today's episode, it's Disunited United Kingdom. We're going to go to the four corners of the UK to get well their reflections on the fact that, well, with the exception of Wales so far, King Charles has already been to the four corners of the UK. Uh, looking back on the week, uh, both in uh, royal terms but also politics too. So that's coming up in just a moment. First, though, as ever, we kick off with our columnist panel, and on a Wednesday, it is Alibert. It's Alice Thompson and Robert Cranter. The Columnists with Alibert. Alice Thompson and Robert Crampton on Times Radio. Yeah, nice to have you both here. Morning, Roberts. Morning, Matt. You're on Best Behaviour today? Yes, I am. Yeah, no absolutely. swearing today? I mean,
1: none, none at all, no. Morning,
0: Alice.
2: Morning. I haven't been told
0: off yet, sorry. No, yeah, but just to be absolutely clear, you're not allowed <laughs> to swear <laughs> after last week's fiasco. Um, uh, nice <laughs> to have you both here. Now, uh, we've been talking about getting the date wrong because of, uh, because of this. Is it 12th? 13th,
1: sir. So. Oh, God, it's grounded.
0: That's uh, King Charles there uh, writing the wrong date. It's just understandable. You lose all track of the date. Either of you got the date wrong, Alice?
2: Yeah, I got the date wrong with my daughter, actually, when we, it was a World Book Day and she was six, and I thought she was old enough not to wear the princess outfit, so I'd suggested maybe she might want to go as Mrs Twit uh, in the Roald Dahl book. So she's dressed as this sort of ancient lady uh, with a wart and her hair scraped back <laughs> <laughs> and, um, in the most disgusting clothes you've ever seen, and we arrived at school, and I was a day early, and I had to get into work. So... <laughs> But she said, you've got to go home. I've got to go back in my school uniform. I was like, no, we're not going back in school. And so I dumped her and did <gasps> her She's she never, ever got over it. And she well, won't no, do fancy dress too. now. She's never gone to another fancy dress.
3: Before,
1: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Talking of fancy dress, mate, this isn't really getting it wrong. This is just sort of people being mean. A friend of mine told his mate that he, the party he was having was fancy dress when it wasn't. And the, his mate turned up at nine o'clock dressed as King Henry VIII. <laughs> 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 sort of fat. <laughs> fat suit on the big floppy hat nobody hats. else uh, no the nobody yeah. else there and i just remember
0: why we just be talking so um we uh, this is exciting we had our loft boarded a few weeks ago <laughs> so we got everything out of the loft and threw a load of stuff out and put the stuff all the back and i found a load of stuff from like um when i was born in like cards you know it's all just stuff in boxes and um uh a couple of like silver tankards with initials engraved and that sort of thing oh yeah including one uh with my i think name and birth date on it but the date's wrong. It's right. not, that's not the date I was born. There Maybe were, they cu- just got it wrong. And couple a couple of passport. days out. A <laughs> couple of days out. Yeah. No, I'm pretty cu- Everything else that I've ever seen suggests my birthday is the 25th. I think it said like the 23rd or 24th. Well, I just love the idea of
1: somebody took it into the. If you were famous. You that'd mean, be worth, yeah. that'd be worth something. It'd be like, the, you, you know, mean, like if a, I was famous. Like an, <laughs> you know I mean? I mean, like you know, like you get upside down stamps. There's that even comedy, isn't there? About an upside yes. down. Yes, one so off. Stamp. Yeah. All
2: the other commemorative mugs to you in yeah. your fame. Yeah,
1: that's
0: will what have the right date well, on, well, yeah. i date saying. Well, could stick it on eBay. <laughs> I think they might be worth more scrap rather than anything else. Um, how? how what, what have we made? Of um, there was clearly uh, obviously the, the king kid got um, into a bit of a pickle with the date. He also uh, there mm. was this when he got into a bit of a pickle with the pen.
1: I just had put, Is it September 12th? 13, sir. Oh, God, in the wrong day, 13? Yes, sir. you said 12th Oh, God, I hate this. Everybody's going everywhere. Hang on. Is
0: anybody going to Where is the land? <laughs> i to i there, this What do do? Yeah.
1: Stinking pen. Yeah, I mean it's it, obviously you can say he's tired, he's lost, just lost his mum. Yeah uh, nobody likes uh, pen leaking all over their hand. However, it's a bit petulant. I mean, he comes back from another go, doesn't he? Yeah, it, yeah, there's yeah. three sort of separate I this I hate this, every and then, and then every stinking time is a bit. Harsh. Well, he does have a point. Clearly, yeah. clearly,
0: someone's decided the king's got to
1: sign all these things using an old-fashioned fountain pen, well, that doesn't mu-
0: work. I suspect it might but come did you down. Think they
2: might have done it on purpose, then. There's a Republican in there who just
1: <laughs> gave <him laughs> Yeah, it was me. Yeah. Uh, I think... Because yeah. the was
0: thing on Saturday, wasn't there? The sort of move yeah. all this... Yeah.
1: yeah, that was also... He doesn't have much luck with stationery. No. Uh, he's got a, to get
2: rid of the hand flick, I think. that's. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, to yeah, be yeah. slightly... And there was a sort of
1: grinding of teeth, wasn't mm, there, slightly as well. But I think,
2: I mean, he must be absolutely shattered, and he's done everything impeccably, but... He's just going to have to smile when things go wrong and turn it into. Yeah. anything. I mean,
1: it's easy to be. I'm thinking back to the period after my own parents died, and and you know the difference, well, I probably you know the difference is he's doing it in public, isn't yeah. he? And so you've got to have a little bit of little bit. And
0: of, I remember something. speaking to and it's a similar thing with sort of politicians that, that when you're sort of just an MP. You spend large parts of your life with nobody paying any attention. Yeah. If you're suddenly party leader or prime minister or even in the cabinet, you're always on. You know, your yeah. face, and maybe he, you know, the the Queen, you, she's always realized. on. Yeah. She's always. Like, whereas for large parts of what he's been doing in the past, no one's really been paying that much attention. Yeah. And actually, if, if that thing had happened in the pen on camera, yeah, six months ago, we
1: might not even noticed it no. or analysed yeah. it in the same and way. You
2: can't blame anyone else. Is the problem? So yeah, even yeah. though it's obviously going to be someone else's fault, you have yeah. to pretend it's
1: not. Don't I suppose it's it's good evidence though for how kind of impeccable the Queen was, and it's also a little bit. I think it's a bit worrying, because pr- it's a bit of pressure, I suppose, is what you're talking about. And, yeah. rea- and, and he will come under pressure, much more serious mm. pressure, in his new role. And th- it doesn't necessarily augur particularly well, but then there are extenuating. circumstances. But there's circumstances, an extraordinary shot, so.
2: isn't there, when he was much younger, when they, two shots rang out when someone uh, he was on stage, when he must have been about 25, and he hardly blinks, that's what's extraordinary oh. about them. So when, you know, that you forget that they are... The aristocracy
1: you know, are used to gunfire, though, aren't what? they? Because they're always shooting... <laughs> Blasting things out of the sky. Well yeah, there's all going on over the over. Yeah. I mean maybe he just needs to relax <laughs> yeah. and chill out.
0: And maybe what King Charles needs is a spell at centre parks. Ooh. Exactly. Done. Well you won't be allowed
2: not to
1: on go m- then, will you? <laughs> no, it's back now. You can yeah. go Monday. Oh, yeah. Have either of you ever been? Yes. No, yeah, been, I haven't I've been, been. I've been to centre parks two or three times. Yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. I thought it was longer, one yeah. of the worst. Things we've ever done. It's quite uh,
2: expensive as well, isn't it? I mean, really if you're going expensive. to camp, you should And camp actually, I tell you
0: what, there was a time, particularly when we didn't have a huge amount of money, uh, mm-hmm. we used to collect the vouchers in the sun when used to do £9.50 holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd go and stay on like, a bit out of season in a holiday park and a caravan, and there'd be bingo and a swimming mm. yeah. pool and all that. They were brilliant. And you go to the yeah. Centre Park, it's exactly the same, but everyone's called Jocasta. Yeah, I've, yeah. I mine think...
2: had really good. The but, button's but it's mine is really and good. You, fantastic. Yeah. children yeah. all love it. Whereas actually, it wasn't very expensive.
0: And I remember, and actually talking, to, to say they were going to kick people out on Monday, um, we were, st- I think we stayed Friday to Monday, I to get a very early train to get into work. Uh-huh. And you weren't allowed to bring the car in before yeah, yeah, eleven yeah. o'clock or whatever. And this broke on the desk. I said, well, "Look, I need to get to work." And then why can't I bring the car? You know, so the, the gates were not open until l- eleven o'clock. So well, how am I going to get to work? And he said, "Well, you have got a problem, haven't you, sir?" Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think there I've is. A, there, there's a problem. I don't want to sound like I've got a <laughs> vendetta against Centre Parks, but there's a problem, isn't there, with people not quite knowing how to behave, and some people like the like the Premier League and the Football yeah, Association yeah. getting it wrong. At the weekend, and then Centre Parks, now they've retracted, and Morrison's turning down the volume on its <laughs> checkout. We beam. like that though, because Asda's now going to feel
2: really bad. And, yeah. so is Mark's and, and now team.
1: the NHS has sort of shut up shop for Monday as well. And I think it's, I mean, I think, I mean, I'm, my uh, views on this, I expressed them yesterday in the paper. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Republican, and I think there is a sense where people are. We've been told that there's an outpouring of grief and sadness. Now, I think there's uh, a degree, of, obviously a very widespread degree of sadness, but there isn't an outpouring of grief. Yes, there isn't. that's because really there, interesting. Because there just isn't when a 96-year-old dies. I mean, people are more sensible than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think... Some institutions, centre parks, the Premier League or whatever, are taking their, their cue and saying, oh my goodness, there's an outpouring of grief, we can't do anything, uh, might, This is also and they're and I think they're worried that yeah. they're
2: going to get told off.
1: They're, they're, sort, of, they're yeah. sort of running the Daily
0: Mail test so hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. W- will the Daily Mail kick us, uh, or other news, yeah. means, kick us for staying open? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But actually, what they should have done at Centre Park is so they should have said we're going to have a really lovely memorial at each of the Center's Yeah, Park. exactly. We're going to put They're it on all a, our on a big screen and then see it on a big screen. Just as,
1: yeah, just as the football the football league should. Because it, it, it lasts thing. an hour. Great tea. So it's yeah, not like yeah. A whole, you yeah.
2: could have tea. You could have yeah, scones. Yeah. They could have done yeah. the whole thing, couldn't but, they? When, yeah, you know.
1: But they were actually going to throw people out who were staying... It applied to people who because the changeover date is Monday, so it yeah. applied to people who had gone there for a fortnight, and those. People were going to be asked. It's like being going to. In but you old could days, leave your going, luggage there. You could leave you? your stuff. Yeah. You leave your like, it's like a Blackpool landlady, isn't it? <laughs> chucking, chucking you out at nine in the morning and saying you can't come back until yeah. six. Uh, and it's like
2: the bike racks that they closed, and I mean that I think it's fascinating that you can close yeah. bike racks. Well, the, the
0: reason, it? The re- was the reason? The reason was to put down flowers. Was To put wasn't down it? flowers, and so but they, they have still have need to updated, say that they have. Updated. So I was saying that actually,
2: my eldest son is not going into work today because he was told that actually there were too many crowds in central yeah. London and he couldn't get to his office. You're thinking, actually, you can get to your office. That, that yeah, 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 but yeah. it can be an excuse.
1: I, I think, think that yeah, it's a danger. I mean, there are people like me who don't approve of the the, the uh, you know funeral one thing, but the accession is our is our yeah. issue. But then I think there's probably a whole bunch of other people who are saying. This is a bit much. Yeah, for no particular political axe to grind, but they're just you know there's you know supplements every day in the paper, a you know, whole news dedicated to it. Everything's shutting down, including yeah, yeah, now yeah. the NHS. And, and I think it's uh, people. I th- I don't think I'm a, in. A, I mean, it's, I mean a minority, but it's a fairly sizable one who are probably saying. There was that YouGov poll it. twenty-one mm. even polled this week. Twenty-one
0: percent said they opposed the monarchy. I mean, yeah, it's, e- it's around about a
1: quarter. Eighty.
0: Yeah. 85 percent said they were sad about the queen. So it's possible to say, yes. "I'm sad about the queen." Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, and also, and just you, look, you know, we're now you know constantly commentating on the movements of cars and
1: horses. Yeah, well, I look up yeah. the TV in the newsroom, and you look, there's an aerial shot of a, of a Range Rover going along. Yeah, Although, having a, a ro- said that, that's
2: when I changed my mind. So yesterday, oh yeah, having oh. got found the whole thing was a bit much, and then I'd taken the children to Buckingham Palace, and they were all like, "Great," but they'd all watched that film. Did you make any of them dress up? No, no, luckily not, the time. not They refused. now. But London's fallen. They were all like going, oh, you know, this is actually quite, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's that's oh. their view of it. So I, that we all went and then I said last night, you know what, the Queen's going to come off the A40 off the Westway and they they played tennis at that, um, kind of underneath the Westway. Oh, yeah, no, they know yeah. that Westway flyover yeah, yeah. really well and so we went and we stood just as it, it just as oh, the hearse yeah, was yeah. coming off the Westway and it was kind of rather amazing because it was lit up and I did get that feeling of, oh my God, this is it and... I did feel really quite emotional and, and it, it was bizarre because it was just, it couldn't have been in a more sort of yeah. you know, grungy place. It was literally as the trains were going past, the Deliveroo cars, that was I like best is they had the Ubers and the Deliveroo bikes behind the hearse who'd yeah. obviously sort of come in behind and were rather, it was rather sort of celebratory in a way. <laughs>
0: Well, there we are. Somebody's uh, somebody's texting saying they're still laughing. My recollection of Centre but Honestly, I could do a sh- three-hour show just about the awfulness of Centre Park. I think it was that bad.
1: We were, archery, But it, well, it was a lot of riding around I did, on bikes. Uh, I was a big fan of. I did, uh, I did archery with my. And son. you had to, yeah. you
0: had to go. That we went there. So can we do archery? And there was no one else doing archery. Said so, no, you've got to go to reception and book it. Yeah. yeah. So I just had like, had yeah. cycled to reception to book the archery to go <laughs> oh, back. No. You know, maybe they think no, you, you
2: need to get healthy.
0: Well, see, if you were you, at Butlins, you'd be doing a yard probably, of ale by that point. We probably are <laughs> better off than of Butlins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Butlins. we saw the crankies, the two uh, we saw the crankies, Little and Large, and the Chuckle Brothers. Mm. That's what you want.
1: Fantastic. I'll and play Great go- Beach. I played golf with Eddie Large once. <laughs> did you? Yeah. And I'll, in the Algarve, like Jimmy Tarbucks, uh, celebrity am uh, celebrity pro How did you get there if it was pro... just celebrities? <laughs> I was reporting are on it. Are you reporting on it. Yeah. He's
2: more of a celebrity
1: than you are. No, well, no that's just not no, that's not the case, no. Mm. Well to get you go to poll it. Although when I went to Buckingham Palace <laughs> to do my reporting, I did get asked for a couple of selfies.
0: Did you?
1: Yeah, that's how bored people. <laughs> I did when I got down there. People came over and said, "Yeah, actually, nice." Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There we are. We need commemorative mugs. Mor- <laughs> <Who's laughs> both of you need commemorative that's how, mugs. That's how we could test it. We get some commemorative mugs of us both. Yes, see and go. See, go. See, see, yeah. see who sells out first.
1: Or no, collected columns. I, mean, yours, your, I think yours can't do worse than mine did. A collection of columns. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's <laughs> my column. My so bad that the publishers <of> have said they don't want to. Oh no, they did mine. I mean, it was <laughs> they don't want to collect them. Barely made it into four figures. <laughs> So why would you want to buy that? We've read it already. We're not going to read it twice. <laughs> we didn't read it the first time. No, exactly.
0: <laughs> Alice Thompson and Robert Crampton. Then, of course, you can read them both in the Times of your week. You just need to get yourself a subscription. Go to thetimes.co.uk forward slash Time Up next is Dish United Kingdom.
4: You're listening
0: to the Red Box Podcast now. It's time for this. The Big Thing on Times Radio. From Land's End to John O'Groats, St David's to Southend-on-Sea and Belfast to Bognor-Regis, England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland. <laughs> this is Disunited Kingdom on Times Radio. Uh, yes, it's that time of the week where we get around the four corners of the UK to find out what's going on politically. And, of course, uh, we'll reflect on uh, on the uh, the events of the last week as well. Uh, today, then, uh, flying the flag for Northern Ireland, Amanda Ferguson's in Belfast. Hi, Amanda.
3: Good morning, Matt.
0: Good to have you with us. Uh, Bronwyn Weatherby's Wales correspondent for PA, representing Wales this morning for us. Morning, Bronwyn. Good morning, Matt. Uh, Rachel Watson is political of the Scottish Suns in Scotland. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. And making his debut on the Disunited uh, Kingdom, Adrian Williams is a reporter for the Maidenhead Advertiser and, crucially, the Slough and Windsor Express. Hi, Adrian. Hello. So uh, let's start with you, Adrian, because uh, clearly lots of attention on uh, Windsor in the last week. What's it been like as the, uh, as, as you know, covering it as a local news story?
5: well it's certainly been a very interesting very different time for us and, you know we're quite a small paper and uh, we find ourselves um obviously constantly busy and swamped and um just really trying to talk to as many people as we can and uh, find out how people are feeling during this time um because this is an event that is highly historical, of course, and a once in a lifetime event um, for the vast majority of us, if not all of us. Um, And, you know, the weekend, if you were watching the news, you would have seen that it was absolutely rammed around uh, Windsor Castle. It was also very busy on Friday, even though people would have been at work, people would have been busy. Um, And, you know, I spoke to a lot of people there and, um, you know, the general feeling was, it, there was there was grief, there was mourning, but it had this tone of of calmness, and I think that people were trying to reflect uh, the values of the Queen and, and just sort of have that sort of uh, stoicism, I guess, and also you know acknowledge that this was a long life, this was a, a long reign and um her majesty was very 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 well loved in in Windsor because people would see her walking around from time to time and sometimes uh, Well, I was spoke going to, to ask her. about
0: that i mean the 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 connection to, to describe the connection between uh, the late queen and Windsor and mm. and you know the relationship of the newspaper with with your you know your famous local resident
5: Well, you know, we we had, there have been several moments over the years where she's come to do extremely important things, you know, very early in her reign, she sort of opened the town hall here in the Royal Borough of Windsor and Maidenhead. And um, most recently, she visited um, Thames Hospice in Bray, which is a very, very important local uh, landmark. And people were just thrilled to, to see her because actually, you know, we don't get to to see her as as often as people would would like to. We do get a lot of royal uh, visits and people coming around, but the Queen herself, um, it's just upon occasion. And, um, you know, people don't necessarily... Um, expect her to come do something like a, you know, open a new wing or cut a ribbon at the hospice, and it, you know, it was a huge, huge deal for the people there, and it's a very locally important hospice. But sometimes people... we spoke to,
0: we spoke to, I can't remember, yeah. John was the chairman of the, 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 the hospice. We spoke to him on the show, uh, on, mm. on the show last week, and I yeah. suppose you're right. That sort of local connection is, uh, is really interesting. Uh, mm. Agent, we'll come back to you. Let's go to. Uh, Scotland now, Rachel Watson, political editor of the Scottish Sun. I mean, clearly lots of attention on Scotland because of Balmoral, but also tributes in uh, the Scottish Parliament, uh, the King himself appearing uh, to address Mf- MSPs this week.
4: Yeah, Scotland's really been at the centre of it this week. We've had um, obviously the Queen pass away at Balmoral. She was brought uh, down to Edinburgh where she lay at Hollywood, and then thousands of people were able to walk past her coffin. In St Giles Cathedral, and thousands and thousands of people lining the streets to catch a glimpse of the Queen's coffin, and not only that, but her children, who marched behind the coffin from Hollywood Palace to St Giles. As you say, King Charles was in Parliament the other day, where he addressed MSPs for the first time. It's been a really um, huge week, and we've seen the kind of attention now shifts away. But um, you know, it's 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 for us kind of reporting on it it's been been a massive week we were in parliament and um, uh, i was at st giles speaking to people who went through um to see the queen's coffin Um i went through myself because the queue was only 45 minutes at one point yesterday morning and um, so it's been it's been a huge week up here
0: an interesting the decision to, to to embark on this was not quite at all because it very you know he's sort of returned to london in between but the the decision to go to the four nations of the United Kingdom and also the parliaments and sort of cementing the place of the Scottish parliament, as well as, you know, being in Westminster hall early this week and speaking to the, uh, the sort of the, 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 the uh, MPs and peers there. I mean, it's a sort of big moment for the Scottish parliament in, in, in and of itself.
4: Yes. Yeah, so the queen um, was in parliament herself uh, last year after the Scottish parliament elections, she reopened the session and Uh, that is something that, you know, after the election, the Queen will reopen the Parliament as she does elsewhere. And I think it was quite important for the King to come and not only hear those motions of condolence, which I don't know if anyone listened to Nicola Sturgeon's um, was very, you know, that was very well received. And she had quite a funny story in there that the King was chuckling away to at the time, but to address MPs and the country itself, um, Yeah, it's massively important. I think you see that when he travels to other parts of the UK as well over the next few days, and as yesterday he was in Northern Ireland.
0: And because we we can't sort of talk about politics in Scotland without asking the independence (laughs) question, does this uh, clearly a huge outpouring of uh, of sadness on the death of uh, the late Queen and the arrival of the new King, at some point will that play into the independence debate? I mean, clearly... Back to 2014, there was lots of insistence, though, even if we we're an independent country, we'll keep the same money and we'll keep the same head of state.
4: Yeah, so um, you'll have heard from senior people in the SNP this week that they have no plans to change their position as the main, you know, the biggest party who advocate for independence. They have no plans to change their views that, you know, King Charles would be the head of state if mm. there was to be a referendum and Scotland was to leave the United Kingdom. So there's no plans to change that I think it's too early to say kind of what the general feeling is because I think in Scotland especially having been in Edinburgh and been on the Royal Mile all week it's really difficult to get a real sense of how politically this will impact and I think once we get through next week you then might start to to get more of that but I think everything especially in Scotland while the Queen was still here it was very much um you know, talking and memory and tributes and, um, you know, not talking about politics really, actually.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's been plenty of time for that. Uh, Let's go to Northern Ireland now, uh, where um, obviously the King went from Scotland to, uh, then to Northern Ireland just yesterday. Amanda Ferguson, it it seemed actually as if politics was sort of a bit more spoken out loud yesterday. I think the King remarked on the fact that Sinn Féin's the biggest party uh, there now. Uh, the, the the words Northern Ireland Protocol passed various people's lips.
3: Well, you know, the the people who are most impacted by the the Queen's death are obviously the royalists who tend to come uh, from communities in Northern Ireland which have a British identity and there's a spectrum uh, of opinion about about monarchy and and the royals. But the last week, uh, all of the the utterances have been largely respectful. There was no protest in Belfast during the the royal couple's visits. Uh, People before profit, socialist MLA Jerry Carroll, chose not to participate in a tribute session uh, at Stormont on Monday, but he respected that there would be those people who would want to do it. So, you know, th- there are those who view the royals as complicit in colonialism, uh, to those who view the Queen with the sort of utmost respect and there's every view in between. Uh, but Sinn Féin continued with its kind of respectful relations with the, the royals, building on that famous handshake between the uh, Queen and, and uh, the late Deputy First uh, Minister Martin McGuinness, the former IRA commander back in 2012. So I think there were glowing tributes from uh, Michelle O'Neill, the, the First Minister-designate, and uh, and King Charles thanked uh, her for the kind words about his mama. Um, but it was an interesting uh, set of circumstances because the Lord Mayor of Belfast this year, it, it revolves amongst the parties is a Sinn Féin Mayor, the the MP for North Belfast, where Belfast Cathedral is situated, is John Finucane, who is a Sinn Féin MP. Then, of course, uh, Michelle O'Neill um, is in that First Minister designate post waiting to take uh, that role up once the DUP moves over the over the protocol issue. So, Sir so Jeffrey Donaldson actually cut quite a lonely figure, and it, it just showed that. Um, the King Charles, you know, was remarking to Michelle O'Neill, "Oh, you're the largest party now, and you know all that, um, all that skill and ingenuity." And it, you know, it just showed that whoever is at the top of government, whoever is uh, chosen by people, the royals will work with them. And it seemed very sort of friendly and relaxed. Um, and I think that uh, you know there were some light-hearted moments as well. You know, <laughs> uh, talking to to members of the public, there was a a man from the Shankill Road who had been queuing outside uh, Belfast City Hall from eight in the morning and he was called Frankie and he had this placard of a photograph of King Charles as a young man when when Charles had a moustache in it and other royal fans were (laughs) a wee bit concerned about it because they said that Charles looked like Freddie Mercury so there was (laughs) moments of levity as well.
0: And it is interesting I I saw um, uh, I I just moments ago saw Your Irish was trending on Twitter. I thought what the hell's that mean? And it's because Jedward, uh, remember them Uh, had tweeted freedom of speech and a sign saying not my king to which everyone's been pointing out no, because you're Irish. <laughs> uh, so sort so, okay. trying to get on on the, the you know, nobody suggested to that the, the King Charles was Jedward's king. I, I bet you didn't think that's a question I was going to ask you, Amanda, when you came on this morning.
3: I'm always prepared for <laughs> questions from you, Matt. Um Jedward um, have been posting over the last week, so they would view, they're obviously Irish Republicans. They want um, Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland to be one. So they've been uh, busy tweeting uh, about that all week, as have... Uh, an Irish language hip hop trio called kneecap who are based in Belfast. So I think that that's generated uh, some different headlines. I think one of Jedward's tweets was about the, the king giving uh, the six counties of Northern Ireland back, uh, to, back to the Irish. But as everybody knows, the Good Friday Agreement of 1998 means that it's up to the people uh, of Northern Ireland to decide whether they want to remain part of the UK or, or form a new Ireland. But I definitely think uh, the passing of the queen plus all the um, conversations after Brexit has really accelerated the Irish unity conversation in Northern Ireland Uh, and obviously you know people can't uh, but you know notice the fact that an Irish Republican party is leading uh, the top party of government in Northern Ireland for the first time in its 101 year history so I think it's a it's a a difficult time for uh, unionists in particular, but certainly this week has just really been focused yeah. on the mainly unionist community and their um, respect for the Queen and their love for her and you know part of their British identity and so on. And and as I said, the the discourse amongst people who aren't uh, royalist or who uh, aren't necessarily um, you know of that tradition has been pretty pretty much respectful. Exactly, and, it's know, pos- it's possible to be respectful yeah. and then
0: make those political points. You know, yeah. in the coming uh, in the coming weeks. So then yeah. attention uh, turns. Uh, Friday, uh, the king is coming to Wales. Bomb is that right?
3: Yeah. So
6: Friday, the uh, King Charles is visiting, um, and he's going to Llandaff Cathedral uh, first, and then, uh, like he has in uh, the other countries of the United Kingdom, he's um, visiting the. Um, Devolved Parliament, the Senedd, um, before he heads to uh, Cardiff Castle, um, where he's, there's going to be a function, and he'll hold a um, a private meeting with the with the First Minister, um, Mark Drakeford. Um, similarly, the, the Senedd was recalled on Sunday um, for a motion of condolence, and um, there were really heartfelt tributes um, from politicians across the political spectrum um even from sort of um plied adam price um but i think that the tone has been quite different here um there's certainly you know lots of people mourning um mourning the queen um, and her passing and i spoke to quite a few people who turned up in cardiff um over the weekend to sign the book of condolence for example that's in um Uh, Cardiff City Hall Mm. um, and lots of people turned out on on Sunday for the proclamation of the king at Cardiff Castle Um, but prior to that I mean I was in Cardiff City Centre on Thursday night on Friday on Saturday and Sunday and there just wasn't the the crowds that you saw in the the capital cities of of the other countries of the United Kingdom in Belfast in Edinburgh and certainly London obviously Um, there was There wasn't as many flower bouquets. I don't know whether maybe people in Wales were more quietly mourning, but there there really wasn't, you couldn't feel that strength of emotion. Um, it was quite hard to vox pop, for
0: example. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good um, test. That's a good test. And on the, yeah. on the question of the, the the Prince of Wales, mm. um, clearly that was one of the big announcements from the, the King's speech on uh, on Friday night, that, that, that Prince William would become the Prince of Wales. I noticed yeah. that Leanne Wood, the former leader of Plaid, immediately tweeted, Wales has no need for a prince. What is that relationship like? Because obviously that's a very significant, you know, and clearly... Prince of Wales, Princess of Wales, as well carries all sorts of connotations. Whether it's Charles or Diana, or so on. Are people in Wales interested, bothered, affected, pleased, happy, shrugging. What's the?
6: I think. I mean, I think there's a spectrum of feeling from people who feel very excited and proud that that William is now going to be representing um, Wales. But there is um, a petition that started quite early on. Um, that has now sort of got almost 25,000 signatures to end the Prince of Wales title out of respect for Wales. Um, Now, whether that's a representation of the the population as a whole, I don't know. But there is is a strength of feeling there that it's quite an oppressive title. Um, Some people uh, think that it's a sign of... um, imperialism and, uh, you know, I, I think that coupled with the fact that King Charles is visiting on um, Owen Glendower day, so for those who don't know Owen Glendower is considered by some to be the last Prince of Wales, um, he led a rebellion um, in the Middle Ages against the English. Um, that that coupled with with the sort of naming of Prince William as the Prince of Wales very quickly, I think has sparked some some sort of um, anger um, among yeah, some yeah. camps in Wales.
0: Well, it's fascinating, and we'll see what happens when uh, when the King goes there on uh, Friday. Thank you for rounding up all of the. All, all of the events there uh, in uh, in the four corners of the UK. Uh, we'll do uh, we'll do your fun stories in uh, in just a moment. But a couple of other other stories worth keeping an eye on. And uh, Amanda in Northern Ireland, there's been protests about the cost of living, uh, or oh, there's a protest coming down the track. Is that right?
3: Yes, that's right. Uh, plan, uh, plan protests for October 1st uh, at the Cobbles outside Belfast City Hall, which is where uh, protesters in Belfast tend <laughs> to gather. It's the Cost of Living uh, Coalition set up earlier this year and in, in response to the rise in energy bills. Uh, so it'll be trade unions, community campaign groups, and um, people before profit, MLA, uh, Jerry Carroll, said that uh, he's supporting the Enough is Enough campaign and mm. said people are second and angry. So I think one of the other things about the Cost of Living crisis and the energy payments is that because we don't have government at the moment, it's not clear yet how we'll receive uh, any support from the UK government.
0: Well, I mean, You could argue it's not entirely clear how anyone uh, after the statement last week was entirely clear how it was going to work for anyone. Anyone else want to come in on that? I mean, clearly politics will return uh, more full-throatedly uh, next week and that cost of living crisis is right at the top of the agenda. Anyone else want to come in on that? Yeah, I, I mean,
6: I'll, I'll come in on it. Obviously, um there, the Senate has been um, adjourned for a week in, in respect of the, the Queen and there's a lot of questioning over whether that's, that's something that should happen given all the um, crises that are going on at the moment. I think um, there is quite a lot of talk about how uh, public services and food banks seem to be uh, shutting down on Monday. And that's really going to hit the people who are struggling with the cost of living crisis the most at the moment. So yeah. I think there's there's definitely um, concern here.
0: Yeah, but I mean, in Westminster, there's a big question as to why then they're talking about the Commons coming back for two days, three days next week, and oh. then going off for another three weeks for party conferences. Which doesn't seem to necessarily, uh, you know, it's possible they could sit around them. But anyway, anyway, let's not talk about party conferences. that not make everyone depressed. Uh, let's talk about your fun stories. Let's have, right, let's have a look at the scores on the doors right now. Scotland miles ahead, seventy-two points. Scotland uh, in first place. England on sixty-seven. Northern Ireland on sixty-six. Wales on sixty-one. So come on then, uh <laughs> I I think I scored you down last week because you had a World <laughs> Cup song that was awful. Uh, so yes. let's see let's see if you can do better today. What have you got for us in Wales well, this week?
6: I don't know if this is a wise choice because I've brought you another football story, but this, I mean, to to put a more positive slant on um, Prince William becoming Prince of Wales, um, Robert Page was asked, um, so the the Wales manager, Wales football manager was asked if um, he reckoned he could convert Prince William to to be a Wales supporter rather than um, an England supporter, which he historically is. and I think he said absolutely, and suggested that he would send him a bucket hat, you know, which Wales fans have been become have become known for wearing. So there's um, lots of stories online with sort of um, bucket, Welsh bucket hats superimposed onto onto Prince William's head, which are quite funny. I'm not sure it'll work.
0: Well, it's worth a go. It's worth a go. (laughs) Maybe given some of the less uh, warm welcomes he's had from others, maybe he'll be quite pleased with a bucket out. Okay, that's a bucket. And you've got a football story as well, uh, Amanda, in Northern Ireland.
3: I do indeed, it's about the record-breaking schoolboy uh, Christopher Atherton so he became the youngest uh, senior footballer in the UK at 13 years and 329 days old uh, when he played for Glenavon which is a Lurgan based team earlier this week so he came on as a second half sub and provided an assist in his first touch which led to a goal and a 6-0 uh, win over Dollingston in the League Cup so um, Christopher uh, breaks a 42-year-old uh, record which was set by Eamon Collins who played for Blackpool aged 14 years and 323 days and that was back in the 80s so uh, the UK's record-breaking uh, superstar footballer
0: that's very nice we like that uh okay what have you got for us where should we go uh we'll save Scott until last because uh you know they're miles ahead uh, what have you got for us Adrian in Windsor?
5: Uh, well, we had um, a uh, basically a soapbox derby race. So it's called the Gravity Grand Prix and you get the homemade carts that are styled like hedgehogs and all sorts of things. And someone went down in a dinghy with inflatable flamingos about 700 meters downhill and race against each other's best time. And this actually happened on Sunday. So it was very bizarre because there were people who were still obviously mourning the queen. There's a minute silence. And um, I'm interviewing someone dressed as Princess Fiona asking her you know how are you feeling about the queen and it was truly bizarre
0: that's princess fiona from shrek rather than a a minor royal (laughs) that you just had hanging about
5: yes i should have specified (laughs) princess fiona from shrek redhead green face the whole works. and how many people
0: how many people take part and i'm just looking at some of the pictures now
5: uh, so, you know, there's about 30 carts that go down wow. um, and their teams probably between two to five per team. So, it, you know, the people work on the carts, they build them in their sheds and then they take them uh, out on the road and, and drive them down the hill. And then they go back in the sheds and probably get dismantled and reformed for next year. There's one team who does a different animal theme every year. They've done a bumblebee and a seagull and they've done a, a whale and all the, all sorts of stuff. It's very creative. And the uh, whole school, the local schools involved as well and parents build this huge float with princess fiona on it that's that's
0: pretty that's gonna be hard to beat if i'm honest
5: (laughs) yeah Uh, they won best novelty for that rachel
0: what, what have you got for us
4: um so i've found it very difficult to find any kind of story funny or not this week um but um i have found uh um so travel reviews of various places around scotland um, which I think are quite funny. Um, the Daily Record has done this story um, and they've gone on TripAdvisor to find some reviews of areas in Scotland that <laughs> I think are particularly beautiful, but others seem not to. Um, so Arthur's seat in Edinburgh, which um, is very well known, stands right beside the Scottish Parliament. Very beautiful, nice views. But tourists have said that they think it's actually a bit tedious. Um, it's <laughs> hill the whole way with no flats um, and claimed that the view wasn't great And um, now, it is a big hill um, it is all, that is all sort the way the which point is quite yeah, yeah. yeah. which is quite obvious when you stand at the bottom of it um, and I do disagree with the views because you get really, really good views across the whole of Edinburgh yeah. um, out to Fife the 4th Road Bridge, the Rail Bridge um it's very beautiful so i disagree with that but i thought it was quite funny it is quite funny that um, the, the, the old... number
0: of things where people have given him was a one-star reviews just declaring uh the uh the kelpiece the, the sort of amazing sculpture of two horses heads in falkirk two heads yeah. basic no guide or any visitor center the best thing about it is the road out
4: yeah. <laughs> he... and also the old man of store on the isle of sky which again very beautiful um but Apparently, the long, steep climb was too much for some, which again
0: is pretty <laughs> obvious. Yeah, we're go, um, we're go over there. Okay, right. We need to we need to dish out some points. So, well, I'm going to give four points to the uh, to the cart race, the gravity grand prix. Not least because uh, I quite like the the juxtaposition of all that going on while the tourists are turning up to pay their respects and um, interviewing uh, Princess Fiona from Shrek. Uh, let's give the bucket hat three. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I oh, no, will uh, we'll give two to the footballer and then uh, we'll give one star to the one star reviews um, just to try and make the contest a bit more interesting as much as anything else. Uh, lovely to speak to you all. Uh, thank you so much for guiding us through it. Yeah, it's a uh, we'll, uh, normal service will res- resume next week when we actually have some politics too. Uh, that was Rachel Watson, political editor for the Scottish Sun, Bronwyn Weatherby, Wales correspondent for the Press Association, Amanda Ferguson, journalist in Belfast and Adrian Williams, reporter for the Maidenhead Advertiser and Slough and Windsor Express. Because uh, obviously they've been very much in the news this week. That's so all we've got time for on this episode of the Red Box Podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to me live Monday to Friday, ten till one on Times Radio. We bring you the best bits here on the podcast. And if you're feeling particularly nice, why not wait and review us wherever you get your podcast from. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured or tall—whatever your next project.